This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. I'm going to be your host this week. This is Manisha Pandey. I'm managing editor at News Laundry and we've got a mail today asking what does a managing editor do? So we'll get into that. <laughs> uh welcome to NL Hafta. Abhinandan is on chutti so therefore i'm doing the hosting duties and since he's on chutti we decided we should dedicate this episode a sizable chunk of this episode to cricket and conversations around cricket and the world cup before i introduce our very special guests i'm going to make a couple of announcements one is that the tnm nl election fund is up the news laundry and the news minute we are coming together to report the upcoming assembly elections our teams are going to be going to these states we are going to bring you ground reports video reports interviews our show another election show which is hosted by atul me and dhanya is also going to be starring in these episodes now uh, that's also going to go on the road from next uh, month on in fact 3rd november i think atul is leaving for chatisgarh So if you'd like to support this endeavor please go to newslaundry.com/electionfund remember this is uh an election reporting fund which is completely powered by people so you are going to be paying for it and we'll be able to report because you have paid for it so no advertisers it's people supported election reporting do check it out and support us now uh, why did i choose cricket this time full disclosure i don't really follow the game but of course world cup everyone gets excited you want to watch india and then india pakistan match are always very exciting and so there's that uh, but then, you are the only one coming with disclosures jaisha never said this but yeah cricket's <laughs> been news and especially there's been a lot of chatter around the indian audience's behavior is it boorish is it not uh, is it something you know that we haven't seen before So I'm going to go to Sharda first because you watched a live match and you watched the controversial one. Apparently the police did apologize to the two fans later on, no? Before we started recording you were telling us you have a lot of stories to tell us from that match. So what were they about the management of the because that's also come under a lot of flag, right? That it's not it been well managed. Yeah, it it was the one about this chanting that happened. Uh, when I was walking I I was slightly late getting into the ground and uh, I'm I was walking on a, a, a so mind you these are like the cheapest plus one level up ticket. So you're looking like cheapest if cheapest is x i'm like i the ticket that i was in was x plus 2 something like that and uh, the ground was dirty it was muddy outside it hadn't rained it was just a very shabby kind of an entrance that was there and i so i met a friend of mine outside his his father in law had gone in i said just look at this you know this is the world cup and how can they have a, this is the richest cricket board in the world and and the entrance is dirty you know it's got like garbage lying around it's got this thing and one fellow said no no but uh, but people have gone in comfortably sort of like a bystander and i said yeah but what is the meaning of this why can i not but people are getting in easily he's sort of defending it he's not even in the ground he's outside he's just some guy anyhow then i went in i met my friend again today he said that guy came and started arguing with me we should not say be saying this thing you know what is the meaning of this uh, uh, indians should be proud the world cup has come so there is all this <laughs> sense of we can do a shabby shit world cup for fans but we have to be proud because then we cannot criticize it and whatever it is because hey you know this is the great our great country is doing this and one more thing manish i heard from one of the spectators in the audience he, i've got copies of that uh, he showed me a whatsapp group where tickets are being sold in black 
Mm-hmm. So now the India England tickets are being sold in black seven x of what the price actually is, and it's not like that. These WhatsApp group guys have one or two tickets. They've got like fifteen tickets, and they, and fifteen tickets in one stand, fifteen tickets in another, and they've got a big bunch of them, and it works absolutely fine. You message them, you get the tickets, you go. So all there's all this going on as well. But of course, you cannot talk about it because it is India and India. We should be proud of being Indian. There is large scale of black uh, marketing of tickets. there was instance in in uh, chennai I, i i was told by a former uh, bcci official that he wanted some 14 tickets or something 1 lakh ticket ka jo tha jo us pe printed tha wo 4 lakh mein unko mil raha tha so basically the kind of i mean this is the kind of management you can see ticketing is the biggest complaint ticketing is the biggest complaint and mm. and till the one day back you know if tomorrow is a game एक दिन पहले तक आपके पास टिकट ही नहीं है ऑर्गेनाइजर्स के पास मीन द लोकल होस्ट व्हाट दे डिड इज दे सेड वी आर गोइंग टू सेल द टिकट्स इन वेरियस स्लैब्स अलोंग द वे तो इस टाइम पे इंडिया के टिकट बिकेंगे इस टाइम पे नॉन इंडिया मैचेस बट द टिकट्स दैट आर अवेलेबल फॉर पब्लिक सेल ऑनलाइन हैव बीन सो फ्यू दैट दे हैव गॉन वेरी क्विकली आई हैव ट्राइड टू बुक टिकट्स ऑनलाइन एंड इट्स बीन इंपॉसिबल नो वे वन डे बिफोर द गेम बीसीसीआई सेइंग 4000 टिकट्स हमने और डाल दिए अरे किसके लिए रखे हुए थे Mean, yes. why were you holding these tickets? अब हम fourteen thousand डाल देंगे. अरे what is happening? Hmm. Mean that means stadium was empty. You have kept uh, you know tickets till the very last day. तो वो क्या black market तो होगी. Otherwise क्या होगा? क्या purpose था आपका? Coming to Anand, who's been very silent. <laughs> yes. I had asked you to write a piece on the Indian audience's behavior, and you said I'll think about it. But Shekhar Gupta also had a piece in the print, and I think what I want to ask you, of course, you can come in if you've tried to book tickets and haven't managed to, so you can also rant about that. But before that, I want you to weigh in on this thing of the boorish Indian audience. What has happened in last ten, fifteen years that there has been a rise of demonstrative? bull crowd a kind of crowd which wants which may not be very interested in game people who are generally very immersed in the game don't even clap i many times you can see they, they observe the game they get into the nuances but there is a very demonstrable crowd who who, who have something to take away from a stadium to their homes because earlier say 20 years back the crowd had nothing to take back now they have lot of uh, those videos selfies chanting they can actually take a part of the stadium to the home mm-hmm. and that has led to a, dif- a very different kind of uh, uh, you can say rabid crowd so that is one aspect second is say invocation of religion or mm. reli- or religious phrasing that shekhar gupta is right about historical precedents uh, and from pakistan side one funny incident is that after 2007 2020 world cup swaim malik whether it was a slip of tongue or uh, some subconscious uh, we should talk a little bit a bit about bishan singh bedi Ah. Passed away early this week. As the game has changed, as a very young reporter, he was absolutely encouraging. He'll talk, he'll chat, speak freely, and basically told you not to be afraid of anything. Hmm. You know, don't be afraid to ask a question. Don't be afraid to listen to to the answer. Don't be afraid to publish the answer. In that sense, I mean, and uh, as time passed, and Indian cricket itself changed, and it became sort of the the independent voices from the game itself of players and so on became less and less and less. His remain little. the only independent voice from the playing community inside indian cricket during one of the times when 
chief justice of india asked him bedi sahab was two or three months shorter to his 70 turning 70 years so he asked him ke we are putting this 70 year of clause and maybe mr bedi you will not be eligible then Could you just elaborate for the viewer who may not, uh, yes. listener who may uh, not know? Yes, basically Justice Lodha came up with the recommendation that over 70 years people should not be allowed to uh, come as administrator in any of the state association or EO. Hmm. That's how all the Sharad Pawar and everybody, they were barred from cricket. Hmm. So after hearing this recommendation, obviously Sharad Pawar, he was very, very angry. I called him once and he said, oh, this is what, this is new, new sense and all, everything, anyway. But Bedi Paji, for that matter, and that was a very turning point. I, I, I could tell you, you know, वो जो माहौल था, Chief Justice, two other justices were sitting there and asking Bedi Paji. Bedi Sahab is there. They were all his fans. Hmm. He could actually say whether this is a good thing to do or not. Bedi Paji suddenly, no, 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 absolutely. We are going to move on to something more serious, which is the conflict, current Israel-Palestine conflict. We have someone joining us from Cairo. Welcome, Rohan. Thank you for having me back on Hafta. So before the attack, the October seventh attack, it was an understood thing. You know, there were the normalization of relationships happening with Saudi and Israel. Uh, the attack happened, and till then there was an understanding of the Palestinian causes now just dead. The Arab world does not care about it. And suddenly, after October seventh. and the relentless israeli strikes that have carried on at the gaza strip on the gaza strip you've had rumblings across arab nations you've had protests you have very open condemnations calling out western hypocrisy so tell us a bit about what's happening where you are you are seeing a big out outpouring of support um and there are two sort of elements of how people see this here in egypt particularly one is most folks know somebody in gaza or in the west bank um mm. Palestine is very close to to Egypt, not just physically and geographically, but people know folks there. There are Palestinians around you. Um, I know multiple friends and and colleagues who were waiting for people to come out to make their way out at the crossing in Rafah. And so, on that front, it's it's a very direct and and immediate crisis. And then there's the more complex geopolitical or existential question um, of whether. um the whether israel seeks to push essentially the palestinians of gaza into the sinai which is the part of egypt that borders um gaza um which has been proposed particularly by the far right in israel as a solution to the gaza problem mm. but would be um would both be an act of ethnic cleansing and not something that the egyptian state would want having you know more than 2 uh, million people be pushed into their territories we've had the israeli ambassador who made the statement i think yesterday that we want india to declare hamas a terrorist organization and it's we're not putting pressure but it's a request is that tricky grounds for india to venture into declaring hamas a terrorist organization i think israeli uh, would have had an upper hand uh, you know initially when hamas had attacked mm-hmm. everybody had sympathy with israel yes. but as israeli started they countering the uh, attack yeah. so so the revenge is something i mean they are very good at it uh, israeli and and they have i mean killed so many people so so i think, think 5000 and counting no, more than that 6000 more than that 700 uh, almost uh, every day uh, every day and 600 out of 1000 are displaced there's this common refrain that we hear in india also 
that no one in the arab world actually cares about palestinians they're just used as pawns no one really cares about them uh everyone's using them hamas is using them the way they want to saudi wants to use this whole issue that they want to is that too like simplified an understanding the argument made to to say that egypt should open it up so the americans attempted to you know in a whirlwind tour that uh, that blinken did right before that is the american uh, secretary of state did right before he he went back to israel he he tried to convince um local leaders to accept the idea that a certain amount of egypt would be open up to for humanitarian sake allow gazans to go to so that israel could carry on what it wanted to do in north gaza um and and the idea being that if these people care enough about the palestinians that they would they would do this but no arab state will want to be party to another expulsion and another nakba because in no previous case have palestinians been allowed to return bas muft mein itna ich milega for the full uncut podcast subscribe to news laundry and pay to keep news free the best way to listen to the hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the news laundry app You can download the app by clicking on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations ads so that news serves the public because when the public pays the public is served. Subscribe to News Laundry. Click on the link in the show notes below and proudly say, "I pay to keep news free."